sort of kind of exploded, imploded anyway, didn't they? You, you, you know, when when I was doing my last few gigs with the um, the Clash, I mean, this will tell you where I was coming from. I knew I wasn't going to be in the Clash anymore. We were doing this show outside of London at a place called the Black Swan. Um, and uh, the Pistols was playing there, and the Clash were playing there. It was kind of, kind of tester gigs, you know. What, what are we like? We were still testing what we were like. What are we like together? You know, and I knew John wasn't getting on too well with the band at the time. Uh, that would have been the Glenn Matlock line-up, you know. Um, and I certainly wasn't getting on well with the Clash, even though I was really good friends with Paul, really good friends with uh, Joe Strummer. When it came to them as a whole, as a Clash, I wasn't getting on too well with them. Uh, in fact, I hated being in the band. And I knew I wasn't going to be with them anymore. And at some point, um, we were doing these sound checks, and uh, John was sitting on his own. I went over there, uh, you know, do me do, how's it going, that kind of thing. He's like, yeah. And I was like, John, you know, and I know this will never happen, but if the pistols split up, we should do something together. Because I know I'm not going to be with this lot. And he was like, I fucking hate them. number one but they didn't live officially got to number one I'm gonna 
quite a thing to have to come out with a record with John singing and this new band and not be like The Clash and not be like The Sex Pistols and not be contrived and... Uh, I think some of the best stuff he, that John did was during the public image days. I'm having difficulty hearing you, brother. I said, I think John... Johnny Rotten's did his best stuff when he was with Public Image, didn't it, did? So do I. So do I. And, and uh, I mean, he, there's no doubt he did good stuff with the pistols. Okay, and uh, I think Bernard Rhodes is more responsible for that. And, and that's how I got on to this side of John, was because Bernard was so involved with The Clash, was the alternative band to the Pistols because Bernard and Malcolm used to work together and I knew the story that Bernard looked after the Pistols for two weeks while Malcolm was away and that's when Bernard started challenging John and saying well you know you're doing Stepping Stone and, but what about this what about that and next thing you know John's doing things like Pretty Vacant and Problems you know and, and, it, and it was becoming interesting so he's gone from a guy walking along King's Road that got grabbed because he's got branching out into other things. You said cryptocurrency or something, wasn't it? Yeah. 
essentially new internet protocols, you know. Um, people don't realize that the internet and the World Wide Web aren't the same thing. You know, we always had the internet, we didn't always have it, but, uh, you know, the internet was like a tail-end project from the Navy in the, in the 70s that got declassified and, and then was expanded. And in the early 80s, a lot of people used the internet to, like, hack into computers and talk on bulletin boards and message boards and what have you, using dial-up modems. And uh, this was becoming more and more popular, and the potential was being realized. And then the implementation, I think Bernard, Bernard Lee, I can't remember who it was, um, uh, created a protocol, TCP, EDTP protocol, which enabled the World Wide Web to come into existence. So we don't really think about it, you know. It's like, uh, you know, when we turn the TV on, we don't think about how it's transmitted to us. Always, we just, you know, we just choose the channel we want or choose the uh, service we want now. Um, so, point being, the World Wide Web is a layer on top of the internet, okay? But there's a number of ways of communicating with the internet. And, and um, the cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, is one side of Bitcoin, and the crypto protocol, Bitcoin, is the other side of Bitcoin. And there are thousands at the moment of altcoins. Um, some of them are quite important. Um, the Ethereum blockchains really important because of the freedom it could offer artists and musicians um, using um, the implementation of what are known as smart contracts. Um, the blockchain creates what's known as a, a, a trustless distributed ledger. And it's counterintuitive because when you say trustless, you think trustless. Well, the point is you don't have to trust anyone. It's all immutable and timestamped and coded in there. So it's like a really boring database. It's like a boring Excel spreadsheet that you can't go back and hack. And the key to this being possible is because it's decentralized. And uh, Bitcoin has never been hacked. There have been hacks associated with Bitcoin. And there's been a lot of um, what they call FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt uh, associated with Bitcoin. Because they say, oh, money laundering, and oh, people do bad things with it, and so on and so forth. Right? But the thing is, is you know, uh, like, people don't money launder fiat currency, like, you know, the currency we know about. People don't buy drugs with normal currency. You know, Bitcoin is a fantastic thing. Uh, it enables people to send money across the world without being charged uh, up to 40% by central banks or Western Union. Uh, you know, I can send a remittance to you now while we're talking for one Satoshi, which is um, a very, very small increment amount of money. It wouldn't even amount to 1% of the transaction. Um, you know, can a simple person like me set something up like that? Could someone like easy set up an account, or is it hard to do? Or? Well, you know, so, I mean, that's another thing. It, 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 it's, uh, it enables personal sovereignty because um, what it's all about, right, is um, all the banks are central. So everything you do, okay, um, has to be trusted by a third party, okay? When things are implemented on a blockchain, there is no third party, okay? It's a ledger that's out there that everybody can read. You don't have to audit it because it's there. You know, if I make a transaction to you, okay, I can't make the same transaction to somebody else, okay?
okay? And you can go online with a block explorer and see every transaction ever made by anyone in Bitcoin, okay? There is a certain amount of privacy to it as well. Um, so it, it, it's a much more simple remittance system, and really, you're the bank of you. You don't have a third party custodial, you know, you don't have a private company like the Federal Reserve inventing money, okay, distributing it to central banks. I mean, look, if you wake up tomorrow morning and your bank has said, I'm sorry, your account has been hacked or your account is closed because there has been a financial catastrophe or the stock market's crashed, like in 2008 when there was a big financial crash, okay, there's not too much you can do about it. None of your money is connected to anything of any real value. It's called fiat currency. It's currency by decree, whereas uh, cryptocurrencies are actual stores of value that you know the exact amount of coins that exist and that are going to exist, how they come into being. Yes, there is volatility at the moment. Bitcoin is the first thing that has come out that has, it's a new class of asset. It's the first time there's ever been competition with money. And when I say money, I mean currency, because money and currency are two separate things. So there's a lot of things people know or, or feel about the way they're treated. You know, we, we feel like we're financial slaves. Uh, we, we don't like the banks. We feel like uh, there's nothing we can do about it. We don't question our currency. Um, we don't print it ourselves. But, you know, I mean, you know, dial in usdebtclock.org slash hashtag and you'll see the US debt clock and you'll see how they, you'll, you'll see it all happening in real time. I'll send you the link, right? It'll blow your mind. Okay? Meal, yeah. <laughs> so, like, the thing about crypto, right, is it's not about, it's not get rich quick, ooh, you know, let's buy some Bitcoin and hope it goes up. Because, I mean, the, all of 2018, Bitcoin went from 20 grand down to three. It's averaging about 3,800 at the moment. Okay? Funnily enough, today's a weird day. Today is proof of keys day. Okay, uh, today's the um, anniversary of what is called the Genesis block, the first transaction ever made with Bitcoin. It's just a coincidence, right? Um, you know, right now there's a thousand coins that are emulating Bitcoin. Another thing about Bitcoin is it's open source code. You can go on and you can upgrade the code and you can take the code and create your own coin if you want. It won't be Bitcoin, but it will be a cryptocurrency. Okay, um, Bitcoin is a very, very, very serious, serious proposition. And like I said, Bitcoin, the currency, is pretty cool too. Okay, uh, I recommend, I recommend buying Bitcoin and holding on to it. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll have to consider that one day. I, I know also you built, I think you said you built guitars or something to do with guitars. You, you're going to have to sit close to the mic or something because it's just... I think, I think you said, you said you built guitars or... Mate, customized guitars. No, no, I don't. I've got a fantastic luthier that works at. Um, we we got a studio here called Disruptive Innovation, right? And uh, you know, one of the things that goes on here is we we build um, we build guitars. We build fantastic acoustic guitars, fantastic electric guitars. And you know, this guy, he's uh, in, in his mid sixties. He's been building guitars ever since, and. Uh, you know, he makes all my guitars, he makes fantastic guitars, and uh, that's one of the things that happens here. But not only guitars, I mean, he can make anything, you know, but um, he is a luthier, and, uh, and 
that goes on from this place, yeah. Are, are you still doing music? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'm in the middle of a number of projects, yeah. I mean, in the current project, uh, I was just on the phone about when we got interrupted, was um, the Pill Pop project. But not Pill, like P-I-L, Public Image Limited, but Pill Pop, like P-I-L-L-P-O-P. Uh, pill pop, and it, it's it's about all the it's about all the people, like everyone, like you know, whether they're um, barristers or or police people or you or me, and just the amount, just the amount of pills we're on legally these days. Just like it's about the pharmaceutical companies, like there's a bunch of punk in there too. There's I mean, there's tunes in there called traffic lights that are about you know. The, the most recent thing that happened on the high street was they put traffic lights in, you know. I mean, there's another tune in there called PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, which is just a really, really fucking good punk rock tune. And then there's some serious, serious, like, club hits in there. And there's some stuff in there about crypto. But um, overall, it, it, it's quite serious. And, it, and it's, it's about the pharmaceutical companies and about the, the immense drug problem we've all got. You know, everyone's on... Sertraline or Zoloft or fucking Prozac, whatever the Prozac is called today. Uh, you know, everyone's on something. I'm not saying you are necessarily, but most everyone. You oh, know I'm on drugs. Is... Not, I'm on medication drugs. Yeah, yeah. I'm on codeine and God knows what else. And well, if you're on codeine, you've got a problem with pain, obviously. Yeah. So um, there's a reason for that. Um, but I'm talking about people that they sort of go in there and say, "Oh, you've got sad. What's that? Seasonal affective disorder." In other words, it's a bit darker. Yeah, you know, like everything's got an acronym, so you know, you, you know, um, yeah, it, it's serious, okay, but it's kind of fun too. But the music's fucking serious, and the, and the music's good, you know. And even if I do say so myself, and, and there's, um, I, I've got, <laughs> we've got a few projects going on that we don't, we're not necessarily sure what we're going to call them, but. We're, we're pumping out music here, you know. Are you ever um, going to do a record with John Downs? Say again? Are you ever going to do a record with your friend John Downs? Well, the thing about doing a record with John, right, is I have to do a record in a, in a potato shed, right? And what the fuck does John do, you know? Um, he's welcome to be on one of my records in, in my potato shed here. I mean, my, my, my studio's on a... On a on a, on a racing farm, you know, they, they, they train racehorses here and, and what have you, you know, so, uh, you know, uh, he'd have to come out of his potato shed and come and hang out in my studio for a bit. Uh, I love John, um, I, I love what he does, I love what he does with Gonzo, I, I, I love where he's coming from with me, he's my kind of guy, you know, I love John, um, and he's welcome to come along and, and plonk himself on, because there's enough projects to go around. The biggest problem we've got is um, getting the records out. I won't put my, my new stuff on Spotify. I won't put it on iTunes. I won't put it on Apple Music. You know, um, I don't mind posting my stuff online and giving it away for free, but that's become harder and harder lately because of these horrible companies like YouTube and Facebook. They turned out to be the enemy as we, we all saw that coming. You know, but there's some fantastic crypto platforms. Um, there's Tune.co, which is C-H-O-O-N.co, where, um, again, using smart contracts, you, you get uh, accounted to every 24 hours. You can, any music, any artist can create an account on Tune.co, upload their music, okay, and they get paid in what are called notes, okay? But um, what you do is you can cash notes 
Try to look at you uh, how you could earn money off your podcasts. Yeah, okay. yeah, I looked into it and I just as a joke, I thought I'll put some down just see how much I'll get. I'm at one pound 39p. Oh, wow! But, uh, on, what? on my on my on my podcast show, I, I, I just checked it out. Yeah, but on what platform? I, I do play uh, um, player FM and Podbean. Okay. Now, if I get a million streams, I make thirty-five dollars. Okay. 
How are you on the improv songs? How are you on the 
on doing a bit of improv song. Well, what do you mean by improv? Well, I know we're doing each sign-off before I go. I, and I know you like to do lyrics, and I thought you might join along with me. We could do something like, um, Hi Keith, I was on your show. We talked about crypto, you know. It was a bit punky, and it was 90s, 90s, 90s. What's that? Well, here we are, it's not 90s. It's like, uh, you know, it's 2019 to the best of my knowledge, and uh, I, I'm not celebrating the new year till February the 1st. I've postponed it for a number of reasons, right? And I just say, your keys, your coins, not your key, not your coin. That's simple. Embrace crypto, embrace the future. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for doing this for me. I really appreciate Anyone. it. Anytime, anywhere. Okay. And I, 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 can I post it with your permission? <laughs> you post it, yeah? And uh, I'll send you a load of music. You'll probably get DMCA for but I wrote every bit of it and recorded every bit Yeah, of it. I won't show you no one else. Don't worry. Did or not, but if you can, I would appreciate didn't I send it. You, didn't I send you a new kind of release? You might have done, but I can't remember because I have um, memory no, problems. So I have memory problems. So it's no good asking me. I'm a bit like a goldfish. What did you say? Thank you, my friend. Have a good day. Bye.